Climbers, have you been wondering how to effectively use hashtags to improve your visibility on Instagram? Are you looking for an easy-to-follow guide? That's what this episode's about, so stay tuned. You're going to learn some stuff. Welcome to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Because you're going to need proof that what you're doing is getting a response from the audience, that they care. It doesn't matter how good you are, they want to know, does anybody care about it? And the only way they're going to care about it is if you can get in front of new eyeballs and you've got good content to get there. That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. It's all about you guys. All right? We want you to win. That's why we're here. That's a Baxternim, C-L-I-M-B. That's created by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter, who's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple number ones in Southern Gospel last year. Did you just get nominated for something else, too, like that I saw? Oh, um, what was that? They're the Diamond Awards, uh, which is like a Southern Gospel Awards thing, and we're in the... uh, I can't remember if we're in the running for the if we're in the final five or at least in the the running. That's so many, which I can't there's even so many awards you can't even remember which ones are which. That's sad. God bless I you. Should, I should know. God bless you. <laughs> I can't remember if it's in the top five or in just like hey here the well let me pull it up here. I think they're trying to get down to the final five, but like I was I got a couple of things like in the top ten that they're trying to whittle down to the final five. So we'll see. Well, congrats on that, brother. That's Thanks. fun. <laughs> what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by teaching you how to write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then on the regular gets you in touch with the pros. In fact, got a Gary Chapman thing coming up speaking of pros yeah. right now, right? With Ray. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be bringing in Gary Chapman, who's a Christian singer-songwriter. He's doing a new record. He's looking for songs. So we're going to try and hook up the community with him. Dude, I have had a couple meals with Gary Chapman. Oh, yeah? And Ray. Yeah. He's, and he seems like a real hoot. I haven't met him yet, but we're, bro, we're going to. Honestly, you got to wear Depends. Like, he's... <laughs> You're going to pee your pants. He's so funny. Your face hurts. Yeah. When you're done talking to him, he's brilliant. He is freaking brilliant, like with a capital B. Mm-hmm. And like his humor is so fast and so good. And it's like sometimes you're three bites into a sandwich. And what he said five minutes ago, come back around, hit you in the head. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, that's right. Well, you know, he used to, uh, you know, he used to have a talk show. Yeah. On TNN, I think, or something. And so, I mean, he's, yeah. He's, he's legit. So we're still in the introduction here, so you can find Brent very easily yes. at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Listen, if you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. And apparently, Gary Chapman has made him laugh sandwich chunks out of his nose. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. Oh, my God, especially when he's blowing chunks out of the nose. Sandwich chunks through the nose. He's laughing so hard. <laughs> he's hanging with the pros. So. Well, hey, I got some big news just to start off right away. And I have put this in your songwriting pro group, but I haven't put it yet in because I got distracted. with. We've been so crushed, but yeah. I haven't put it in the climb community yet. But uh, we just got the contract for 
digital marketing for the first official Nashville Nights International Songwriting Festival. And the first one is in Denmark, and it's September 17th through the 19th. And so, you know what I'm thinking about right now? I'm thinking about a couple of our European friends, mm-hmm. like Paul DeMarco mm-hmm. and Tracy Lip, yeah. Lip and... Uh, I'm forgetting. There's a couple more in there. I'm going to email them all. But hey, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. I don't know how far that is from you. Like, (laughs) but but I'm going to be in Odense, Denmark, September 13th through the 20th. So if you're there, come out and hang with me. I want to meet you and hang out. If you can make it happen, like, let's do it. But it's a killer, killer songwriting festival. And we were just talking about, there's a whole bunch of writers going, not the least of which is very, very close friend of the show which is chelsea stallings uh-huh yep. and and she is uh she's amongst those writers the website is nnisf so nashville nights international songwriting festival nnisf.org if you want to go check it out but uh some of the marquee value headliners there bobby pinson bob di piero barrett baber blue foley anthony smith trent tomlinson trick savage Tim Nichols, Eric Pasley, and Jeffrey Steele. If you don't know those names, go Google them, okay? Because mm-hmm. they wrote a lot of the hit songs that you know about, especially like DiPiero and... Well, I got to uh, say, it's DiPiero. DiPiero. Oh, sorry. It's all right. DiPiero. DiPiero. Sorry. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. We, I haven't met you yet. We so love you, Bob. I'm, You've met his songs like American Made. <sighs> yeah. So many freaking songs. Blue yeah. Clear Sky. You've met his songs. Yep, that's so right. A Hall of Fame. So anyway, we're excited about that. That's a big deal because number one, they're going to do a bunch of these, and this would be the first one. Mm-hmm. And number two, I mean, that doesn't do my reputation any harm, y'all. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. So shout out to Blue Foley and the team behind that. We're super, super stoked to be a part of that. And this is the time where I wish I were performing songwriters. I could go to Denmark. Yeah, <laughs> I know, my way right? in. I know, right? Yeah. So uh, today we're going to talk about. I got a couple big epiphanies for you, a couple big surprises. This is taken from an article that I got from Social Media Examiner. And if you're not a member of Social Media Examiner, you should be. Mm-hmm. It, listen, it's a little pricey. It's 400 bucks, I think, for the year. Okay. So that's what, less than 40 bucks a month. Is that Michael Stelzner? That's Michael Stelzner. That's right. That's who it is. And man, it is more than worth it because of this kind of information that gets overloaded. I am so backed up on stuff I need to read. It's mm-hmm. overwhelming, but it's all amazing. And this one, the title is How to Use Instagram Hashtags for Business, A Guide for Marketers. And I think that the average artist would be like, oh, that's not for me. Hmm. Well, I hate to tell you. Yes. Guess sorry, what? But you have a business you have a and business. you are a marketer. So this is absolutely for you. Before we get to that, let's take care of a little business. Mm -hmm. We're super proud to be a part of the American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network, the ASPN. That's a 36-year-old brand name with the magazine. And I mean, that's just incredible for us to be on this network. We're super glad to be one of those flagship shows. If you are a longtime climber, go check out some of these other shows that are on there. It's all the stuff you love, songwriting, music business, and production. And if you found us through 
American Songwriter Magazine. Welcome to The Climb. We're happy to have you here. Join the Climb community. It's facebook.com forward slash the climb community. This is a growing, thriving community of real people, real information. There's lots of stuff going on. This is not a community where you're going to post something and then come back a year later and you're the last post that was the most recent post that was <laughs> right, still there. Yeah. Okay, like there's a lot going on in there. And just put your stuff, there's places for you to, to promote yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's a very specific place. There's a place for everything and everything in its place to talk about gigs, to talk about wins, any, any new things that are happening. And anywhere you want to on the post, you can ask questions. And we have songwriters that are connecting through this community. We have lots of marketing questions that are being answered and people sharing stuff with that. So we're, we're super proud of this and we want you to join. You have to ask to be let in, but we let everybody in. And one of the spots we have is Wednesday Wins, right, Brent? That's right. The New Heights. Uh, new heights that we do every Wednesday because it's the climb. So it's new heights because we're all about branding. So we share those every Wednesday. So I'm going to share a couple, couple new heights this morning. So uh, Roger Fournier said, fixing to track three new songs this morning and vocals with Ken Royster and Matt Dame. That's a double win. And Ken has worked with like Luke Combs. Matt Dame is one of the top demo singers in town actually has the gig now as a lead singer for the steel drivers a grammy winning bluegrass band oh my goodness that's right yeah, yeah so to him and i know kenny i've been in kenny's studio yeah i've been times. there before too and super nice guy and roger i text that to matt i i took a screenshot sent to matt he was like he was super nice so <laughs> roger matt thought you were pretty cool too uh let's see here what's another one? Oh, this you're gonna love this one I got to scroll down to get to it. There are a lot of wins this week, which is awesome. Okay, this is from Tracy Lip. Speaking of which earlier, says the spinners are going to cut a song I co-wrote. One of the co-writers is the producer. It's all about networking to get in an artist camp. Brent and Johnny talk about this a lot. Their advice is spot on. I got the cut because I follow the same method Brent is talking about for maintaining relationships. The spinners are old, but they still sound great. I heard some of the songs they've already cut. Atlantic Records believes in them, so they will get a decent marketing budget. Rock on, Tracy. Right on. I now have one friend who's got a cut with the spinners. There we go. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I and mean, that's that's a big deal, man. And there are several more. Don't have time to get to them all. But yeah, man, just keep on climbing, y'all. Love that. There you go. So hey, subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you follow it. And if you don't have a podcast platform or app that you use, just go to American Songwriter dot com forward slash podcast and you'll mm-hmm. find us there. Okay. Make sure that you leave a rating and review. If you're on iTunes, we're trying to get to 200 and finally tell a friend about it. That's the biggest thing. Like we are very, very grateful and very honored that you spend this amount of time with us every single week. It's a lot. You're starved for time, but you do it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we tried to provide value to keep that reason there. So you keep coming back, but if it's helping you, it can help somebody else too. So let's make that happen. That's right. All right. So let's get into this here. Yeah. A lot of you kind of savvy on this. There's some new stuff that's happening. I'm going to turn you on to with these hashtags. But specifically with Instagram, you really need to understand what's going on with the hashtag. So we're going to provide a little bit of clarity on this. And I'll post this article in the Climb community as well after this drops on Tuesday. And you'll discover a complete guide to using hashtags strategically across Instagram feed posts, story posts, and IGTV posts, and you'll learn how to choose your hashtags, how many to use, and where to put them in your posts for best results. And one of the interesting things on this too, guys, is that 
it's about the, the psychographics behind choosing hashtags, which is interesting. So the basics of using Instagram hashtags for your business, and you do have a business, mm-hmm. get over it. You are mm-hmm. a marketer, get over it, okay? If you're an artist, a lot of people struggle with hashtags. They don't know how to use them or they just think that they don't work. Yeah. And hashtags are important on Instagram because the reality is that they're the secret sauce to success on that specific platform. Instagram has very limited search capabilities as a platform. It's not like YouTube or even Facebook in some regards. And one of the best ways to be discovered and therefore to grow your audience and get more eyeballs on your content, how many times have we talked about that? So often. Get you in front of new eyeballs is to use hashtags. Mm -hmm. And with the hashtag argument here, with this conversation, we're coming from the point of view too that you've got content that is consonant with the digital platform that you're putting out Good content, okay? Yeah, okay, and so regular. we're assuming good content. And we're assuming consistent content yes. as well, okay. okay? The hashtags allow you to show up in various searches for your target audience, and they help people find more of your content. So using hashtags and in Instagram feed posts and IGTV content can help that content show up in other search results as well, and using it on stories, it all works together, right? These are all different arms of stuff that you should be using. But there are some limitations on how many hashtags you can use. Once again, this is the general overview. On Instagram feed post, you can use up to 30 hashtags in the caption or comment to have them rank for search. So I choose to put them in the content because it just keeps the feed cleaner Mm -hmm. rather than the dot, 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 and put them below the fold sort of on the feed. Mm -hmm. Like I just put them in the content. How many do you like to use? Well, we're going to get into that. It's never typically 30. It's really (laughs) just kind of like what's appropriate. Yeah. Okay. And you can't be cutting and pasting them. Don't try to go around the system on that. If you're going to try to do that, then you really got to get sophisticated with it because you can be demoted for that. Cutting and paste meaning, hey, every one of my posts has these same five or six hashtags in the same order. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. Exactly right. The algorithm's going to be like, that's a bot. Yeah. Because you're behaving like a bot. Yeah then you're toast, right? And you're not going to be found by anybody. So you just want to be real organic with it. So for the feed post, you can use up to 30. Any hashtags beyond 30 just won't show up on any searches. So they're, they're useless for you. Mm-hmm. For IGTV, you can use up to 30 hashtags in the description of your video. And for Instagram stories, you can use up to three hashtags. Mm-hmm. Or you can use like one hashtag sticker Mm-hmm. Or you can put three in the text box. So you get your choice, okay? And we'll get to much more of these in, in the areas uh, later on here as we go down the article. But what shows up in Instagram hashtag search results? Now that you know you can use Instagram hashtags and you want to put them in all of your content, I, you already know all this stuff. It's just, you got to know there's no guarantees that you'll actually show up in any specific hashtag search, which kind of sounds ridiculous. Yeah, right. But the algorithm sorts it everything for you and bottom line if you the hashtag search result you tap on the search icon and you type in the hashtag you want to look up and then you tap on each of those tags and you can see all the content that's behind those tags mm-hmm. and you can have two tabs once you do this when you're searching via 
hashtag in the search window. Mm-hmm. One is for the top performing posts and one is for the most recent posts. So you can kind of organize them differently, right? Mm-hmm. So everything on the, you know, obviously in the top tab is algorithmically sorted based on your individual likes, right? So, and the kind of content that you interact with. If you like puppies a lot, then you're going to see more content with puppies in the search results. If you like self-help stuff, if you like this or that, that's the kind of stuff that's going to be algorithmically curated for you. No matter what you're looking for, that's what it's going to search like within the hashtag search. The Instagram algorithm knows knows what you like, right? This Mm. This is stuff that we're used to. And if you search for the most recent tab and your hashtag results, that content will be s- sorted chronologically, but then again, will still be sort of curated for your taste. So no, that's true as well. Yeah. But there's a chance that your content will appear in the search results. And when it comes to hashtags, it's a kind of use it or lose it thing. If you don't use them, there's no chance of showing up in a search. If you do, there's a better chance that you'll be found more by more people. So it's hard to really convey or communicate the importance of that. So just do it and do it intelligently, right? So here we go. Number one, how to use the hashtags on the feed posts. Your Instagram feed posts are your best opportunity to appear in search results for various hashtags, but not every hashtag will work the same way. Mm -hmm. So you want to be strategic about which ones you use and how you combine them. And I see most artists do this. They throw the spaghetti against the wall and hope it sticks kind of tactic. Yeah. And this is just not what you want to do. I mean, I think about artists who, let's say they, they drop a new song. So it's like new music, new song, new this, new that, country. There's just everything that they think. And they're just, they're not researching the hashtags or anything. Yeah. They're just trying to th- throw it up against there. So you guys, you have to understand, like, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, whatever platform you're on, WhatsApp, this needs to be as important to you as radio tour because this is your radio tour, yeah. right? You're not going to go out on radio tour and spend the money and be away from your life and maybe your family or significant other and and be gone for three or four months at a time and then just show up at some places and not show up at others because you're... You know, what? no, 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 you're there to do a job, Yeah. you know? And you've got to leave on time to get to the place where you need to do the job. The appointment has to be made. You have to show up and know how to behave. And this is all stuff that you're more than willing to do when somebody tells you to do it if you're on radio tour as an artist. But yet, we overlook this on social media. Well, I don't have a lot of time. And mm-hmm. that, oh, well, you got four months of your life to give if we got to go on radio tour for a major right, label. Yeah. Well, that's different. Is it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's worse. Yeah, you don't need to go $400,000 in debt with your label and spend four months of your life to accomplish the same thing, you know, while you're sitting on a can. Right. Uh, So choose wisely, grasshopper, (laughs) right? We don't want to do the spaghetti thing. The amount of hashtags that you use should be... I'm going to give you like a a recipe on this, but it's it's more often about getting followers and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. okay? That's kind of the way you want to cure it. How many should you use? Obviously, anything beyond 30 is not going to show up in a post, but you want to do 15 to 20, I think. But if you can go for all 30, that's great, but they need to be intentional. Mm -hmm. They need to be strategic. And you can go and search them and you can find, and we're going to talk about some strategies here, but you can find 
how many people are following each of those hashtags. And this is where the recipes kind of come into a play because you want to combine a variety of hashtags from different categories of popularity. And to see how popular that is, when you go to the hashtag search on Instagram and type in your hashtag in the search bar and you tap that pound sign, you can see how many posts are associated with each hashtag that's relevant to what you're doing. And the recipe for maximum exposure here is choose three to five popular hashtags, which they're going to have between 300,000 to a million posts, right, for Mm -hmm. a specific hashtag. Anything more than one million is just going to be irrelevant. We've spoken about that before because it's so saturated with content that you're, it's just going to be spam bots and stuff. Select three to five that are moderately popular, and that's going to be 80,000 to 300,000. And then you want some more niche hashtags in there. We were just talking about this with Chelsea Stalling's TikTok account, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she sings to her horses and she's Blowing got 165,000 freaking followers on TikTok and 2.6 million likes. And she's singing her songs like with her horses because she's really good at horses and she's, she's a really great songwriter and she's an artist and a singer. Yeah. And all of that comes together. It's very niche. How many people are singing to their horses? I got one friend that does that. That's, <laughs> that's Chelsea Stone. Right, yeah. <laughs> so the niche hashtags, these are super targeted specifically to like your industry or sub-niche and what you do. And your sub-niche could be the difference between, say, rock and roll and metal and like metal core or death metal or hair bands or, you know, that's the sub niche, but it also the sub niche could be specific to the content of the song. Yeah. Like the subject matter of the song. Like when we did that with uh, Curtis Brawley and this was by the way, a, a campaign that we did for a cover song that he did of Mariah Carey's, hero Mm -hmm. that happened to be the ones curtis is a a gay country artist who's out of the closet from texas and just his whole high school and school career elementary school career this dude was just pummeled Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like about the head neck face and chest area because he was he was born that way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it was brutal all the environments he could have been i mean it gets could have been worse. You could have been in a country where they kill you for that. But yeah, true. Um, yeah. here it was just Texas. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it was brutal in that regard. And he was going to commit suicide in high school. And that was the song that saved him. Wow. You know what I mean? And so part of our targeting for this specific thing was suicide and trying to reach out to other people because that's, that's what it meant to him. And that's the message we wanted to convey. So that's going to change the hashtag strategy, right? Yeah and the digital targeting strategy for paid ads. But is this not digital marketing organically? Yes. And the strategy has to change with every single thing. That's another reason why you want to cut and paste because it's, it could be very, very subjective for each song. Or Mm -hmm. we just got through with the video content challenge. We're talking about a bunch of different pieces of content. Well, the same song but this particular content went this way and this particular content went another way. And so we would use maybe different hashtags for each of those. Yeah. One went very lighthearted. One went way heavier, like yeah, much, not darker, but like way heavy. And so you want to, yeah. use, they may use different, you know, one may have hashtag puppies, puppy love. The other one might have hashtag in slavery now. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, insect trafficking or whatever. And you could, you know, those like for the same song, but not the same piece of content. And it's going to then reach different people. And maybe on some of those 
gosh darn it this and if is you like another Mortal Kombat, go listen to video content challenge number three just dropped on friday yeah just dropped this past friday and for that matter it could be if he does all the different pieces of content that we talked about mm-hmm. right Thorane does then he could have a lot more traction on one of the seven different things mm-hmm. that we talked about that would be because it maybe was more niche yeah. And all of a sudden people are like, oh my goodness, wow, I love it. This is speaking to me, blah, blah, blah. Because that particular little piece of 30-second content with that niche hashtag was the thing that just got them some traction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And just bumped them up on how to do that. So so the niche ones are going to be you know, much, much smaller. And then you also want to have one or two of your branded hashtags. I think of branded hashtags, what does that mean? Like for the Nash villains, we coined the phrase, you know, they coined the phrase dark country. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like dark side of the moon meets country music. It's very spacious in the arrangements and the tones are darker. It's Pink Floyd's dark side of the moon meets country music. And mm-hmm. it's, it's super cool. And it's dark side of the neon moon. That, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And that's their thing. So if you don't have branded hashtags, let's talk about that. You know? Yeah. So, which hashtags should you use in your Instagram feed posts? So this is still about the feed here on the feed surface. You know, simply adding a long list of hashtags to your posts isn't enough. You want to find relevant hashtags for your business. In, in this case, your, maybe your song, which is your product for your business, mm-hmm. a specific product, one of many, and or your brand as an artist and like that. So don't use popular hashtags like hashtag love or hashtag vacation or hashtag no filter. Mm -hmm. These are going to be 500 million or a billion people. It's just worthless and it's not very related and it's too broad. Yeah. Right. If you have a love song, hashtag love isn't going to help you. Yeah. Cause they're just a bazillion them and you just get washed right down the feed. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Climbers, do you have a groundbreaking song that the world needs to hear? 
Enter your song today in American Songwriters 2021 Song Contest to win $10,000 promotion across American Songwriter and a co-publishing deal with Live by Live. Get your songs in front of the contest judges who are also number one artists like Paul Stanley from Kiss. I love that. Vance Joy and Martina McBride, along with top A&R executives such as the senior VP of A&R at Atlantic Records and BBR Music Group. Go to americansongwriter.com forward slash song dash contest to enter. Again, that's americansongwriter.com slash song dash contest to enter. And if you use the coupon code CLIMB, all capital letters, C-L-I-M-B, you'll save 10% on your contest entry. No reason not to do it now, guys. Yeah. Uh, most people don't pick the right hashtags for their audience. And the, by the way, the better you get at this for free, when you finally do make that transformation into digital marketing, whether you're using a service like Daredevil or whether you're doing it for yourself and you educated yourself, you are going to really have a much that muscle is going to be more developed for you to do the targeting digitally that you want to do. That's what we're trying to do is target people very specifically like, this song is about pale Asian boys with one leg who have bad acne. Well, there's a hashtag for that, and we can find just those people, and we don't need to worry about anybody else that's not interested in this product, you know, right, yeah. uh, or this song. An example that it uses in this article here is, is car insurance, because no one's likely to go to Instagram for car insurance. That's what Google's for, mm-hmm. right, if you need car insurance. So – the only ones who are looking at hashtag car insurance are competitors, if you know, who are selling car insurance, right? So think about that in terms of your artist life. That hashtag isn't going to attract your target audience. But if we go into psychographics, mm-hmm. okay, then we're going to find some other things. So, you know, where is this audience? What is the audience doing? Who is your audience, right? By now, you should know this if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. You better have figured this out. Oh, I got an idea. I got it. Okay, here's a thought on a psychographic. So, and we're going to have to talk about this in an upcoming song title challenge, but never want to get that sober again. All right. That we yeah. song title challenge that one a little while back. The guys brought me in to, to help do my thing on there, and we wrote this thing. And there's part of the lyric where it talks about basically like if you're sober around a golf, it's just a long walk, hitting a ball, hoping it don't hit the sand. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're golfing sober, right? So, yeah. Anyway, there's a whole context why that, that matters. But then, okay, hashtag drunk golf or go, drunk golfing or yes. b- golfing while drunk or, you know, like, okay, what can I do around that? You know, hashtag stay out of the bunker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hashtag sand wedge. Hashtag avoid the sand. Too drunk to golf. Or- and it's not really about being drunk while he's golfing, but it's still like that's going to hit some people that would be like, Who's looking for that? That would probably be one of the more niche ones, but let's just take a look. Actually, let's just, let's just you know. Yeah, let's, 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 let's get to this. the bottom of this. Let's so get let's to the bottom say, of that. What to say? Uh, too drunk to golf. Okay. Too drunk. And by the way, so, so while he's looking this up, mm-hmm. first of all, there's no artist that's cut it yet, right? Although I, you wrote that with, um, uh, it was, with Hacker, right? Yeah, Brad Rick Hamburgy, Brad Hacker, and Buddy Lee Daubertine. And Brad's the artist, I think, in there. So we're talking about like specifically a song from whoever, yeah, this whatever is just artist we just cuts wrote. this. So say if it were out with an artist, 
Yeah. But again, even with that artist, like the branding here, now we're talking about very specific to the song, yeah. to the content of the song, right? So we've niched down from, from the genre to the subgenre mm -hmm. to the artist to the song. Content. Right, exactly. So if you post about that song or you post part of that, you know, second verse or whatever, say Too Drunk to Golf is like 100 posts, not very many. Yeah. Drunk Golf, 1,000 yeah. plus. Drunk golfers, five hundred plus. So, you know, so it's it's one of those niche ones. Very, very, very small, and yeah. So that's going to be how you're going to, you know, sort of dish it down. So, like, like with the car insurance example, it's instead of you know hashtag car insurance. What if it's hashtag dream car or hashtag Lamborghini or hashtag new car, mm -hmm. right? Or hashtag first car. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like if it's your first car, what are they going to need? Car insurance. Hashtag my first car. Right. I mean, all of those, this is where it's just a different way of thinking. Be creative. You're a creative for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. Just flex the muscle over here and get used to that. And then put in quality content that's valuable to them and watch the tables turn. You know, exactly. sometimes you can get away with some of the more, let's say, directly relatable hashtags, you know. For instance, I think about wedding photography, mm -hmm. right? If you're like hashtag wedding photographer or, you know, they're going to go to Instagram and they, they could look for that specifically. Now, you might be a wedding band, right? That might be the mm -hmm. side hustle that you have for your artist career. So there's ways where that can be very useful. Know the difference between the two, right? But you just still want to think about people outside of that realm and getting to people that are thinking about what you have to offer through a different door rather than the front door, right? Mm -hmm. We've sort of talked about that, Brent, in just personal relationships, like my relationship with Michael Wagner, the producer. Mm -hmm. I've been around Michael a lot in clubs and different things. I've seen him a million times. I knew exactly who he was. It was all I could do not to go up and introduce myself because he produced the soundtrack of my youth. I love that man, mm -hmm. you know? I was one degree of separation away from him. I had a number of friends who I could have been introduced to him. But I thought I'd wait until there was a better way to do it. And then the first time I met him, I had a gig. I had a job for him. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got a budget. I got an artist. Do you like this? Yeah, awesome. Let's go to work. Yeah. Much better. Much better relationship, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, I got a text on my birthday from Michael. Ware. Happy birthday, brother. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so it's like when you come in the, a different way than expected, it has different weight. Mm -hmm. uh, on that relationship. And this is the relationship you're trying to create. So you can also be talking about uh, geographic locations as well. You know, maybe where you work, right? Like mm -hmm. Sarasota wedding band or South Florida wedding band. Yeah. Or these can be different hashtag schemes that can work for you to get you in front of the right place, right? Hashtags that drive business results, right? Like different popularities, when you use hashtags with different audiences, it drives results for your business. It can come in the form of new followers, an email or a phone call, depending on what your CTA is, right? Or CTA meaning call to action. Yeah. Call to action. That's right. Or engagement on the post or, you know, in your case, it could be like video view, could be mm -hmm. stream on Spotify, something like that. Popular hashtags, the more popular hashtags are going to give you an initial burst of activity from non-followers within a matter of minutes or seconds. But the content's going to be buried like, another minute later, right? Because mm -hmm. the hashtag's so popular. But, so it's good for that short burst. Yeah. 
Okay, but then understand the mechanics that it's going to be buried. And so then your, you know, your existing audience of followers is engaging with your content as they log into Instagram. The moderately popular hashtags keep your article content active for hours into days with more non-followers. But now they're, the initial burst of non-followers sort of spurs it, the activity for the engagement to make it okay for your current followers. You're still cool. You're still relevant. And the moderate hashtags sort of keep that ship floating a little bit longer on that content and understand that the Instagram algorithm kind of looks at your content and determines that your followers are consistently liking it and non-followers are seeing it, saying it, liking it. And these are things that rank you higher. It says that you have great content. And so that algorithm is going to do things for you. Back to Chelsea Stallings, right? She's such a niche thing. Well, she's got horse followers that want to hear her sing. And then she's got some people that just want to hear her sing and some songwriter people who also happen to like horses. It comes from all these different angles. And now you see her, like she's ranked high. So each post that she has now is getting a lot more attention and a lot more love, you know? And we're going to have her on the show, by the way, because right before you started texting this, I mean, she's got an incredible story that we're going to share with you soon here. I think we can talk her into it. I just put that out there. Yeah, we just put that out there, Chelsea. She'll listen to this and now she'll be shamed into coming on the show. (laughs) Uh, And the niche-specific hashtags, you start ranking as a top-performing post there. So that's why that recipe works, right? And top-performing posts can stay in top placements for months, which means, you know, if somebody's looking for that specific hashtag, when they go to that search result, you can still be one of the first ones because it's such a niche thing. It has a longer tail on it. Yeah. It's a longer tail on it. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense, A guys? longer like, shelf life. Yeah. Yeah. Longer shelf life. And they tap on your content. They see your profile and you're relevant to them. Your content's good. It's competitive. And they're going to relate to that. Mm -hmm. Where should you put the Instagram hashtags? Caption or comment doesn't matter. The the reality is it doesn't really matter. Some say it's more advantageous, advantageous slightly to put them in the caption, but I just put them in the comments so it doesn't look spammy because you don't look like a douche. Yeah, that's what I do too. Once in a while, I might put one in there, but usually I just keep that clean and uh, you know usually ends with like a link in the bio go here to the climb show and then yeah. in the first comment i'll just go ahead and pop in my hashtags there that way it's searchable yeah. but it, it's not on the the post itself yeah and listen for a product i might like a hard product like something that we were selling like a you know a t-shirt or, mm-hmm. or something like that i might do something i might choose to do that differently i'd probably still lean towards putting the hashtag in the comment But I can't help but think that one of the sort of hangups with getting artists to become better marketers of themselves is that they are the product. And so it's that that obnoxious thing, blah, blah, blah. So you know what? Just I think all artists would probably just put them in the comments and keep the feed clean Mm -hmm. and and let those hashtags work for you sort of behind closed doors and – and, and let it be about the message that you're putting there. And let's not look, you don't want to look spammy right. when you're an artist. You really don't. I mean, the algorithm doesn't judge your content based on where you put the hashtags. Know that. So the placement isn't going to affect the search results. Both tactics work equally. It's just a matter of personal preference. And I think just from a point of view, it's better to, to be cleaner on the caption. Mm-hmm. So... It does matter where you're placing them if you use incredibly popular hashtags. If you're using 5 million or more, which, I, which we don't recommend on post results, 
they're going to want to put those in the caption. I, I don't re- recommend that, but if you do use one, if you try to experiment with one, mm-hmm. put the rest of the hashtags in the comment section and just the big ones in above 5 million in the caption. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that looks a little cleaner and not spammy, by the way, right, yeah. if you do that. And sometimes, you know, the hashtag is can it bring its own value as part of the content, right? So sometimes I'll add a hashtag even to a text to a friend as part of the the joke. It's part of the message. Part almost. of the message, part of the joke. Like, you know, I may text somebody like group text and we may crack on one of our friends, you know, give him a hard time. Then I may hashtag like, he's not, he's not part of this group, is he? <laughs> you know, or, or you just do some, like it can be part of the content itself. It's not really for search. It's not, but it's, but then maybe that thing love, maybe that's just a word you want to be associated with your brand. And therefore you want them to see that or acceptance or whatever it might be. Metalhead. Maybe you just want people to see that to associate you with that. Because it's like a branding thing a more branding. than just a search thing. Yeah, yeah. Or it's germane to the content as opposed to germane to the search right. only. It, it can be germane to both. But here's the other thing is that, and this is just a, a pragmatic sort of functional way to look at it, guys, is if you post, if you're taking 10 to 30 seconds to put the hashtag list in the comment, you're losing that time in the hashtag hub. Okay, and all the potential engagement that you can have. So that's why the big ones above 5,000, which is going to be like a fire hose mm-hmm. of stuff, like you put those in the caption and then you take your time putting everything else into the comments section if you choose to do that. I don't recommend it, but there might be one that just makes sense. Or in your case, like you said, Brent, that's conversational too. Right. It has its own value, even if it's not really for a search thing. The caption, right. Yeah. You're going to get more out of it by putting it in the caption than you would waiting to put it in into the comment section. And, you know, it just, just works better that way. So are your posts showing up in Instagram hashtag searches? You know, how do you know if your Instagram hashtags are working? Did you show up in a search? Did people find your content? The easiest way to find this out is to review the insights for the post itself. And so below your post, above the caption, you'll see the view insights link. And you tap on View Insights to open up a small screen of information. Swipe up on that little menu bar to see a full screen of information that tells you how that post performed. And if you keep scrolling to the bottom of the screen, it will tell you where your impressions came from, including how many impressions came from hashtags. You won't be able to tell which individual hashtags produced how many impressions, but you'll be able to see the overall hashtag performance. So therefore, when you're concocting your recipe that's specific to what you're doing and which hashtags you use, if you go back nine posts and you look at this analytical data and then you see an increase because you've changed something that you've been doing nine posts later, you're on the right track. Does that make sense? Yeah. So example, I'm just, uh, I have a songwriting pro account which is, by the way, songwriting underscore pro. Anyway, if you want to look at that. So I'm just, uh, there's a recent post that did did fairly well for me. And I won't go into all the numbers, but I was just pulling this one up. So it, it gives me under insights for that particular post. It, you know, it gives you how many hearts, how many comments, how many shares, how many bookmarks, uh, how many profile visits, reach, that's kind of stuff, interaction. And then it says, like, however many accounts reached, 7% weren't following songwriting underscore pro. Like, oh, 7% are people that weren't following followers. That's awesome. So it's like followers. It doesn't say reach the how many. It says from home, from explore, from profile, from other 
uh, this is where your post was seen the most. And so in this case, it got the most impressions from home, explore and profile. So, yeah. And then, of course, it gives you the option to promote the post. He's like, he's doing well. You want to put some money? Into it? <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's interesting. I, I don't really ever look at that, but that's. Is it now you guys a metric to kind of go back and judge, right? Like, here's yeah. the thing. If you can measure it, you can manage it. That's the deal. So here's a way to measure it that a lot of people haven't thought of, you know? Because mm-hmm. that 7% people that weren't following me, that's growth. That's potential growth. It's potential new that's followers. Exactly right. It's potential new fans, new friends, new other. The other, you know, from home, meaning, hey, it's people I'm feeding my regular my existing community, which is important to continue to feed them good content that they want to interact with. But the other, that's your growth metric of like potential growth. So that's it. That's right. Isn't that cool? Like that kind of makes my nipples hurt a little bit. (laughs) Gamify it. Now I go like, Ooh, I want to see how many I can get. That's what it is. I was like, Ooh, what can I do to change this up? Oh my God, we're going up, we're going down. Okay. We've got to change some stuff. But so it's possible that you may not rank for hashtags mm-hmm. or a very little exposure from them. A lot of times that's going to be because your content isn't, isn't that good. Mm-hmm. So if it's not performing well with your followers, Instagram is unlikely to show it to non-followers. And it's, it's also possible that your content is very in a very saturated environment where it's simply not a good time to show up in those specific hashtag results. So another reason for that recipe, right, mm-hmm. of how to, you know, have some niche in there with the moderate, with the big. And not every post will perform well with hashtags. Review and look at multiple posts and see how your hashtags are performing for each of those posts. Consider questions like this, like how many times did your content show up in hashtag searches and what was the consistency for those higher performing posts? Was the post timely and relevant, which may have generated higher search results? Was there a consistent component? Right? Perhaps every time you use the color blue in your content, you got better search results or something. Hmm. Try to look for some similarities in there. Take a look at your post details. So, by the way, if you don't see the option to tap on view insights, guys, chances are you're still set up as a personal profile. Insights are only available to business and creator profiles. So you can upgrade your profile to access these features moving forward. And that's just a flip of a switch. It's not a cost or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, once again, you're a business and you need a business profile on Instagram, okay? So that's a big one right there. So how to use hashtags on Instagram stories. If you're putting a ton of effort into creating fun, engaging Instagram stories, you want more people to find that content. In addition to your feed posts, the, the Instagram hashtags are super helpful for your stories as well, but you only get to use three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're feeling comfortable with how to use hashtags on the feed, then just heads up. To make things super interesting, the stories strategy is completely different. <laughs> so, and they go away in 24 hours anyway. Yeah. So, know the difference between the hashtag stickers and the text boxes. So, which hashtags should you use in Instagram stories? When it comes to your stories hashtags, you want to use your own branded hashtag because when somebody taps on that hashtag, it will take them to the post results for that hashtag and you want them to see more of your posts, not somebody else's, Mm -hmm. right? So branded hashtags and create some if you haven't yet, you know? The exceptions to this rule are if you're at a live event or uh, running an Instagram contest, it's a very limited time frame. So using a narrow hashtag specifically for that event or venue is actually, it works in your favor because people are just looking for that specific time period. Where do you want to place them? You know, the two options. Do you want them in the 
the story hashtags or do you want a hashtag sticker or text box? So to use the hashtag sticker, you tap on the sticker icon, the square smiley face at the top of the screen there and select the hashtag sticker to add to your story. Start typing and you've got yourself a hashtag sticker that's clickable, meaning that they can click through to your branded hashtag and find other posts of yours, right? For the text box, you tap the capital A, lowercase a icon in your story and then type in a series of hashtags using the hashtag symbol. The same way you would do it like in a caption, right? And you, you, you know, follow that by a text for that hashtag. Make sure that the hashtag is underlined when you post that text box. If it's not underlined, it's not clickable, mm-hmm. meaning that someone can't tap on it to see more posts with that hashtag. So let's make sure that's right. And to make things complicated, Instagram has limits on how many hashtags you can use for each of these options. With the hashtag sticker, you can only use one. And you can only use one hashtag sticker on each story post. So only one hashtag to a sticker and only one sticker to a post. Okay. And since you've added that sticker to your story, that's your hashtag. If you try to add another hashtag sticker, your existing one opens up and you'll end up typing over it with the new hashtag. The text box, you can put as many hashtags as you want, but you only really want one to three because the other ones aren't going to work in stories. And you want to keep your hashtags in plain view and legible enough that somebody can read them with the naked eye. How to use hashtags on IGTV, just to wrap this up. You want to be high-quality IGTV content that's appealing to your audience. And this should be said for, my goodness, for all the video content creation shows that we're doing now. Like, we need to... We need to push IGTV too. Mm -hmm. Using hashtags in your IGTV video descriptions is a great way to get more people to find you and your content. You're going to use a strategy similar to what you used on your feed post, okay? Because you can have up to 30 again. So you want to have that mixture of super popular, moderately popular, and niche. And where would you put them? The upload process is relatively simple. You add the plus sign, select IGTV video in the pop-up menu, select the video you want to upload from your camera roll. And once you've done that, you've chosen the cover image You get because uh, you can use a different image than choosing one from the video. So if you have single artwork, you can use that with maybe a live version of that song or you know maybe a clip of the video or maybe the whole video because mm-hmm. you can do up to 60 minutes with IGTV. Huh. You can add... A video title and a description. The description is optional, but this is where you know all of the goodies go. So you can explain what's happening in the video, regardless of your account size. You can add a clickable URL there on IGTV. That's not the case for stories. I think you need to have over ten thousand followers mm-hmm. to be able to have a clickable. So, or if it's a paid ad, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If it's paid content, you can have a clickable story, which will swipe up to uh, your video content. And, you know, this is where you're going to put all your hashtags right in there. So there aren't any subsequent comments. You put all those directly in the description of the IGTV video. So once your video is uploaded, it'll be scanned for hashtags and the caption will potentially appear in results of those hashtag searches. Like all other content, there's no guarantees. Additional IGTV exposure. When you upload the video to IGTV, you have the option to share a one-minute preview Mm -hmm. to your regular Instagram feed. That's just the limit for video and Instagram mm-hmm. feed, period, is one minute. Yeah. Unless it's paid traffic, and then you can go two minutes. So um, you can do a preview that could be like the most interesting part of a music video if you're promoting that to get people to jump through to IGTV and see the whole video. Yeah. 
and get the exposure there. Instagram is a great way for exposure to your content that promotes your music videos because if people get turned on to the content and you're saying something that's, first of all, it's competitively done and you have content that makes sense and it's intriguing and they're going to do it, then they're going to seek it out on other platforms. Like this strategy can help your YouTube account grow. Mm-hmm. Right. We did that with Lala. We proved that, you know, we drove zero traffic to YouTube on purpose, but because people like that content so much, she's got over 108,000 views on a campaign that she spent a thousand bucks on. Yeah. And over 2 million video views on Facebook and over 17,000, 100% views on Facebook and Instagram, but 105 or 108,000 views on YouTube. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. When they see the video preview in the feed, they get the prompt at the bottom to watch the full IGTV video. And uh, they get another prompt to keep watching, which would automatically send them to IGTV if they watch the full, the full video there. That's it, guys. The hashtags are, are a key to success here. Make sure that you, you play around with these and you learn how to use them. This is real important stuff, specifically on Instagram, because there's not a whole lot of other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, different than, say, what happens in the way the algorithm works on, on the YouTube platform, right? Yeah. So, guys, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Make sure you join the Climb community, leave a rating and review, and tell a friend about it, right? This, this, right. this uh, I should tell you this. We're available for consultation, right? So if you got questions about this and you want to dig a little deeper and a little one-on-one time more specific with your assets would be helpful, just email me at info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. We'll make that happen. And guess what? I've got good news. I should have said this at the beginning, <laughs> but a really, really killer digital asset now. So giftfromjohnny.com is working again and you can download this brand new piece of digital content. I mean, this is like massive, guys. I put this together. I love it. I think you're going to love it. And the content is called Whoever Whomever Owns the Traffic Rules the Road. And it's a PDF download. It's learn how to honor the digital platform. It's absolutely free to you. Just go from giftfromjohnny.com and tell us where to send it. That's all you got to do. Awesome. So uh, once again, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. Hashtag, we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hanson, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.